0: Hi everyone, Uh, before we start today's episode, I just wanted to let you know that we have a voicemail box um, where you can share memories from childhood movies or um, requests that we cover certain movies that you might have memories with. Um, Leave us a voicemail at 631-319-0112 and we might play it on the show. We also have an email address, zillennialcanon at gmail.com, if you wanted to write us a little essay or a little letter about a movie that you love. All right, thanks. <laughs> Hi everybody and welcome to Long Island Rider is horny for Keanu Reeves and is haunted by Twitter user Drill. This is the Zillennial Canon. I'm Kira.
1: And I am Adam.
0: And... This week um, was my pick, and I decided to watch Nancy Meyers' wild film, Something's Gotta Give. Um, Adam, had you ever seen this movie before?
1: I have, like, um, very vague memories of my mom watching this when I was a kid, and I was, like, in the room, probably, like, playing with Legos or something. <laughs> like,
0: Probably so- a movie that we shouldn't have been in the room for as kids on a rewatch.
1: <laughs> yeah, like... it was – I remember – I distinctly – I was, like, remembering, like, the first 15 minutes of this movie, like, as I was watching it. But as it got further along, I was like, okay, yeah, I probably, like, left the room at some point, because I don't remember, like, the third (laughs) Um, But I know it was, like, my mom's – one of my mom's favorite movies, so I have, like, a little bit of knowledge of it. Like, I feel like it's just a DVD cover that I've seen, like, a billion times in my lifetime. Yeah. Um –
0: I feel like this movie and, like, a lot of movies like it, like, you got your Nancy Myers, you got your Nora Ephron, like, this is, like, the canon of movies. Like, I feel like I felt, like, were what movies were when I was younger because these were the kinds of things that, um, when my mom would be, like, folding laundry or something, like, that would be, like, what was playing on the TV. Right. (laughs) So, like... (laughs) That was just, like, I was like, oh, that's what movies are.
1: <laughs> yeah. I um, Like I said, this is, like, it kind of falls in that category for me. Also, like, PG-13 to R-rated movies that my mom watched and I probably shouldn't have seen. And, and I don't know if we're ever going to talk about this one, but, like, one that kind of also falls in the category is that Jack Black won the holiday. Um, or, oh. or uh, I don't know, just, like, like mid-2000s rom-coms like this like I they all kind of like fall into this category of where I've seen bits and pieces of them but I don't know if I've ever actually fully you know watched them
0: yeah they're very like what used to be on cable yeah like I feel like now cable movies where you like sit and watch whatever's on tv I feel like they're always like shitty action movies now like when I was a kid I remember them being more like romantic comedy focused and maybe that's more so the shift to like action and like the so-called death of the romantic comedy like now but yeah I don't know I just remember romantic comedies like always being on and I feel like they're not really on anymore in my days of channel surfing
1: yeah I remember like the only last time I can remember I guess this isn't like a romantic comedy but like I remember like on Bravo I think my mom was watching one day and they had like for some reason like a meet the fuckers marathon oh my god and um, I just remember, remember, like, walking in one night, like, after work, and my mom was watching, like, all three, <laughs> meet the parents, meet the Fockers, and little Fockers. Like, back
0: That's to- a dream.
1: <laughs> I uh, asked her, I was like, is this what you've been doing, like, all afternoon? She's like, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> Yeah, I feel like channels like Bravo and, like, TV and stuff, like, correct me if I'm wrong, listeners, but I feel like they've really pivoted. Like, true crime is, like, very in right now. And it's really frustrating because I just want to see Diane Keaton doing (laughs) full (laughs) throttle on cable television.
1: Not to jump ahead, but let's just... I I gotta say, I didn't realize how steamy this movie was um, before I watched it. Um, I didn't realize how much old people sex there would be.
0: The Um, first ten minutes of this movie establishes itself as the horniest movie of all time. It's up
1: there for sure. I mean, it's
0: It's crazy because the entire like believability of the narrative arc of the movie rides on like beating us over the head with the exposition that Amanda Pete's character Marin and Jack Nicholson's character Harry have never had sex. So like, That, like, makes the central romance of the movie between Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson, like, not weird.
1: Right, right.
0: Like, that's, like, the whole first, like, 15 minutes of the movie, I feel like.
1: Yeah, um, or, like, them almost murdering Jack Nicholson at least, like, three times over.
0: Oh my god. So, listeners, if you haven't seen this movie, if you haven't seen it since you were a kid and not supposed to be watching it, um... Jack Nicholson, Harry Sanborn, he plays a hip-hop producer for, like, no reason. And Of course he does. His main thing, the movie legitimately opens with, like, a montage of, like, hot, skinny women in, like, very low-rise jeans that I'm very terrified of. Like, walking down the street in New York City and, like, skipping the line to get into a nightclub. And there's like a monologue, like a voiceover of Jack Nicholson just talking about how, like, he only dates younger women and, like, they're all so perfect. And it establishes that, like, he doesn't date women if they're over 30. Like, Leonardo DiCaprio, who? Yeah. Um, <laughs> so he's dating Amanda Pete, Marin, who, okay, maybe I've just been watching too much girls. <laughs> But Marnie is yeah. Marin.
1: Yeah, literally. It, it, yeah. Um, she like looks just like her, and the character is. I mean, I didn't see the latter seasons of, of Girls, but
0: yeah. They have the same name and the same career and yeah. the same haircut and the same face.
1: I feel. What's the actress's name, Marnie? Um. um
0: uh, Allison Williams.
1: Yeah, that's right. Uh, they um. I feel like Allison Williams stole Amanda Peet's career. Um, yeah. I mean, if this movie was made, like, today, uh, it would be Allison Williams and the Marin role. Uh, Yeah, yeah, this... So, like, as a semi-first-time viewer of this movie, let me just say, like, the first act of this movie is like, a fever dream. I didn't really know if I was really watching it. Um, It's so aggressively 2003 <laughs> like in every way shape or form. it is like it's like it's shot on a film which like you'd notice it like right away like
0: it, i want to see this projected on 35 you ser- <laughs> nancy meyer's retrospective when
1: um i know we have our patreon set up so if they wants to pitch <laughs> in the night, we'll have a 35 millimeter Uh, screening of Something's Gotta
0: Give. Send me $5 and I will find the 35mm print of Something's Gotta Give and project it in the Hamptons and you're all invited, but you have to find your own uh, transportation there.
1: You also have to bring your own screen and your own seat to sit. Um, Sorry, guys. (laughs) But, yeah, like, I... So, yeah, the first, like, whatever, 15-20 minutes of this movie, I... I forgot how much times have changed because I don't feel like you can make this movie today. Um, Especially, like, with Jack Nicholson's character just being, like, a womanizer. Just, like, and unapologetically so.
0: Um, You know, not to... Sorry, not to cut in.
1: No, it's good. I think you
0: could, though. Because...
1: But, like, with the, like, shots of, like, the women's asses at the beginning and stuff, like...
0: Yeah, but, like, Miss Nancy Myers, like, I trust her
1: yeah like i'm not trying to think (laughs) like i don't know kind of like poo poo on nancy myers you know she she made one of my favorite movies of all time the parent trap oh yeah
0: which we will talk about in future episodes
1: 110 percent um but it's just i feel like i really don't know if you could have made the same movie today because a lot of this rides off i just feel like it's very specifically mid-2000s like humor and brand and like I don't know, like, I also think it's, that's even more of just a testament to, like, how the mid-budget movie is kind of fading away in Hollywood. It's not so much just the content that I'm talking about, but just, like, what do you think, like, it would do as well in 2019 as it did in 2003?
0: Like, um, I don't I think, think I think it would be done differently. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, because I was thinking, like, I kind of... So, the, not to jump ahead, which I feel like we say all the time, not to jump ahead. Right. <laughs> um, like, I think it was, like, super progressive in, like, the arc of Diane Keaton's character, Erica. Right. Um, And, like, her kind of, like, not being so, like, uptight and, like, her, like, finding love again and, like, feeling like she could be, like, open and, like, sexual and stuff. I did like that, yeah. Yeah, but... Like, I think this movie should have ended, like, a half hour early.
1: Yeah. um, Maybe we'll get into that later, but, like, I agree. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, I guess if you want to ride through the rest, because I I did watch this movie, listeners, but I think Kira has a better uh, memory of the narrative of this film than I do. Um, Oh, my
0: God. So, I just looked. Um, So, they don't have the movie for 35mm, but I just found the trailer on 35 millimeter, um, and it's five dollars with eight dollars shipping. Should I so, order it?
1: Patreon members, listen up! If you no, want, like, I think I'm
0: gonna order it.
1: I mean, I'm not gonna stop you.
0: It's I don't have a 35 projector. Patreon members. <laughs> if you po- if you buy me a 35 millimeter projector i will personally invite you to a screening of the something's gotta give trailer on 35 crisp perfect quality um yeah is there any it, food in this movie
1: that we what? can make is there like any food in this movie that we could like distinctly make like something's gotta give like brand food
0: um yeah they go to Cinderella. that's a um very bougie um like hamptons and also some in new york city it's like a grocery store they go oh. there at like three points in the movie and they like very clearly shot it all like shot all the Cinderella scenes in one day
1: it's called Citerella? yeah okay Peter will
0: catered by Cinderella if you guys pay for your own food <laughs>
1: If you pay for our food, too, that'd be nice. Um, I'll
0: get, like, bread. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, so, yeah, we... That's... It, this entire movie, um, I think we established that the opening of it is honestly ridiculous. And
0: yeah.
1: In the best way. Um, I... Not to spoil my thoughts, but this movie is so fun. I had a blast watching it. Yeah. And I was relentlessly entertained. <laughs> like, I, I I, wasn't texting Kira too much during this one, because I know she was, like, eager to hear my thoughts.
0: The only thing that you texted me was, oh, my God, the Viagra bit. And I said, stop
1: texting me. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, wait, that was, like, in the first 30, right? That was, like, yeah, that was pretty early on.
0: It's throughout the whole movie, Adam. but
1: I mean, like, the first one. That's the one I texted you about. Um, I literally, I, I laughed. I, like, screamed left laughed at that. I, I thought it was the funniest thing. Uh, Like when he like zooms into their faces when he sees uh, Marin. Uh, I thought it was, yeah, it was, it was genuinely funny. yeah. Um, Um,
0: So yeah, after that montage that it opens with, it kind of like the editing's kind of weird. In like the first 20 minutes of this movie, it feels like someone just like decided to like do coke and go at it. And then, like, it wore off, and they just, like, let the rest of the movie be a normal movie.
1: Something's Gotta Give, directed by the Safdie brothers.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine? Yes, I could. You could, yeah. Anyway. (laughs) Um, So, uh, after the montage, it hard cuts to Jack Nicholson and Amanda Pete driving out to her Hamptons house. And um, they go there and they make it seem like they like hooked up or whatever. And he's just like walking around the house in his boxer shorts, and in walks Diane Keaton and Francis McDormand. Yeah, I wearing a t shirt that says Boys Lie with no bra under it.
1: Oh yeah, those, her nipples are popping. <laughs> Um, Um,
0: this reminded me of her stoner magazine cover. Adam, have you ever seen that? I have not. Okay. Um, I'm going to post a reference photo on the Twitter account when this episode goes live. Um, I think her entire character is either based off of this or like, this was like her persona in the 2000s or something, but like, it's really cool. And I, like, I think she's still like this. She just like cut her hair short and like, wears like designer clothes now, but, um, yeah, she's a, like, Columbia feminism professor or something, and she's just right. kind of, like, like she barely talks the whole time, but she's also just kind of, like, the voice of reason, but also yeah, says, that, like,
1: um, that she was, like, Diane Keaton's, like, like,
0: that. yeah, but then she also says, like, really weird shit, like, I was in the Israeli army, I can break you in half, when <laughs> <laughs> she sees Jack Nicholson in their fridge.
1: Um, not to get off topic, but I think I have a t-shirt idea, um, for us, for, like, our Patreon, um, not to jump ahead as our t-shirt, because I'm about to start again, uh, not to jump ahead, but I like that scene where, like, he, like, she was discussing, like, Jack Nicholson, uh, like, over dinner, like, and, uh, talking about, like, his, like, love life. Yeah. Um, I don't, I just thought that was amusing, and, like. I don't know I just I, I liked I liked her entire character I thought she, it's not a role that you would expect from her mm-hmm. a rom-com but um she's kind of like the wingman if, as if this was like uh the other way around but I really enjoyed it like I thought she was great
0: yeah so they're like sitting down to dinner all together because they're like why don't we just let him stay just a weird old man that they've never met before that's dating her daughter he's like older than everybody else in the house um, I, like, love watching rich people eat because...
1: Especially they, in the are rich people.
0: Yeah, like, they're literally spinning their spaghetti onto a spoon, and somehow everybody at this table knows how to do that. Like, when I eat spaghetti, I literally just shovel it into my mouth. I don't know about you, but...
1: Yeah, I just, like, pick it up with a fork and, like, drop it in my mouth. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. So then uh they're starting to like warm up to him. Um Marin, uh Amanda Pete and Jack Nicholson, they go back to Marin's room and they hear like romantic music coming from the room and Jack Nicholson literally just has a heart attack.
1: <laughs> <It's> so ridiculous.
0: <laughs> and can I just say like <laughs> We've talked in the R V episode about like two thousands comedy being like goo and like um like like bodily fluids and things like that. I feel like another like piece of two thousands comedy is like giving mouth to mouth to somebody that you hate. Ew, I don't wanna
1: kiss him. yeah. <laughs> like wait.
0: that's like hilarious for some reason.
1: Yeah, I feel like ever since the Sandlot, um The scene, like, with the lifeguard. Uh, I actually haven't seen that movie. Well, I mean, for listeners, if you guys have seen the (laughs) scene where the, uh, there's a scene where a kid fakes drowning and he gets to kiss, like, a lifeguard he finds attractive. And I feel like ever since that movie,
0: every movie ever
1: has ever, like, tried to copy that joke over and over again yeah. um, not to say something's got to get ripping off the sandlot I'm just saying that I think that's where the like trope started
0: Nancy Myers is a revolutionary she doesn't rip anybody off Yeah, I... except for like pottery barn catalogs <laughs> so yeah so there's tension ever since Diane Keaton gave mouth to mouth to Jack Nicholson and they take him to the emergency room and who was his doctor?
1: Uh the great, amazing uh Mr. dad himself, uh, Reeves.
0: Keanu Reeves with long hair and a bare face and he looks baby AF.
1: Yeah, I um I remember one night we were like FaceTiming and I uh I said something like that's baby Keanu, but then my the FaceTime cut off, so all you heard was that's baby. <laughs> um, and that's true baby. <laughs> This whole
0: movie I wish, I almost wish that we had, like, another cut of this movie where it's literally just him trying to woo Diane Keaton because he he should be the lead of every romantic comedy.
1: Let me just say, I've always been that guy, and I'm sorry to be that guy, but I've always been that guy that's like, can we not sexualize Keanu? Like, I just, I I don't want to imagine, I just like him being, like, a force of good. I don't want to imagine he has a dick. Like, I don't like I don't like, it's just like when someone like says, I want to fuck Bill Murray. No, you don't. Like, it's just, it's the same thing. Who with me. says that they want to fuck Bill Murray? Plenty of people. Plenty of people. Um, but they're a whole thing of Bill Murray. Um, but honestly, I'm
0: not saying, I'm not saying that. I'm saying he is literally a baby in this okay. movie. No, but I, I'm not braid his hair.
1: This is what I'm saying. This is the first movie where I'm like, okay, I get it. Like, he is, like... I never thought he... I'm not trying to say he's, like, unattractive. I'm just saying he's so good that I don't want to sexualize him. But this movie... I get it. Okay, guys? I get it. He's so overwhelmingly <laughs> handsome. I can't contain myself. I... He, he has wooed me successfully. Not just emotionally anymore, but he. I'm, I'm flustered by this man. Officially. He
0: literally also, like it's crazy because they don't even like push him as like the hot guy like he literally is like a nerdy doctor that is like obsessed with like this playwright who is diane keaton and he's like i am such a big fan of your work and he's like like, sorry i
1: was just gonna say oh sorry i was just gonna say like i like how he's like his her biggest fan but then he's like he didn't recognize her face yeah He's like you're. I mean, uh, like
0: two thousand three, the internet, like they weren't inundated with like pictures of I, screenwriters.
1: I, I guess, but yeah, like okay, fair, yeah, but like he's like, wait, Erica Barry, like, <laughs> it's, and that's another trope too. It's like, wait, you're this person. I'm <laughs> such a fan.
0: <laughs> Literally, well, like, it's a to meet you, and like he just like spends the whole movie and just like button up shirts and like khakis but he's also like a smooth talking doctor that like randomly gives like sex advice to jack nicholson
1: and like and like i don't think we're gonna actually cover this very small specific bit so just jumping ahead a little bit like but he brings jack nicholson like lunch one day and i'm like no doctor does that like no doctor like brings their patient lunch like to their house
0: to their house
1: Yeah, And
0: I also think it's funny that, like, the tension from this movie, like, of, like... So, the whole, like, plot of the movie is, like, riding on, like... Jack Nicholson has this heart attack, so he's, like, forced to stay in the house... Like, in the Hamptons' house with Diane Keaton. Which, fun fact, this house sold for $41 million in 2014. Just figured I'd throw that out there. (laughs) Uh, I like that Diane
1: Keaton bought it, like again.
0: Yeah, she just wanted to relive it. Yeah. I would. I would want to relive. Something's got to give. Especially if Keanu Reeves wasn't all. Adam, will you have a heart attack on my behalf?
1: So baby Keanu can come uh, revive me? Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: And anyway, So, um, Diane Keaton and Jack Nicholson are trapped in this Hamptons house together. The whole reason why they're trapped is because Keanu's like, it's too dangerous for you to travel back to Manhattan. I don't see why he couldn't have. Like, yeah. literally, it's a train ride. Like, you sit on a train and you don't move.
1: Um, having never been to New York, and I just assume it's a wasteland, um, I'll just <laughs> take your word for it, but... Um, yeah, like, there's a lot of things in this movie where it's, like, I don't know if, like, the logic of the health checked out, like, if you can climb a flight of stairs, you can have sex. I'm, like, oh my god. It's, like, sure. Um, and also, I like how, like, immediately, like, it hard cuts to him trying to run up the stairs.
0: He literally (laughs) invites Diane Keaton to exercise with him so he can build up the stamina to have sex with her daughter for the first time.
1: Yeah.
0: I love this movie so much. So, like, for a solid, like, 15 minutes, there's just, like, back and forth, like, them, like, hating each other and him, like, smoking in the house and, like, playing rap music. And she's just trying so desperately to write her script. And honestly, like, she is representation for girls that write one line of dialogue in a script and then just, like, close their laptop with satisfaction. Because girl, yeah. yeah.
1: Um, yeah, I can't necessarily comment on that specifically, but I, I think, <laughs> um, no, but, like, I, I liked her character, and I liked that, like, little, I, I liked when it goes past, like, the mean stages, like, together, like, I liked mm-hmm. that little weird friendship they had afterwards, um, like, just kind of being passive-aggressive, but kind of cutesy with each other. Yeah. Um, Yeah, the way it started and built, I like that.
0: Okay, can I just say it's like my least favorite thing in the world when Jon Favreau just appears in a movie. Like when he (laughs) walked in, I got so goddamn mad because I hate him so much.
1: I feel like um, this. uh, I feel like we're gonna have many conversations about Jon Favreau in the future.
0: We Um, are because because it's the Zillennial canon.
1: No, but I feel like I I personally love John Favreau, um, like as an actor and a director. <laughs> like I just I think he's great, um, but I, I know Kira does not feel the same way. Uh, yeah,
0: we literally yeah. watched his meteoric rise to auteurism during the Zillennial Canons creation.
1: I mean, he, he did make the two thousand five classic Zathura, um, so you know. Just saying, he's a, uh, Yeah. Well. Okay. Well, he has he has an official Zelleno canon number uh, approval for me.
0: Oh my but, god.
1: But um, I did not know he was in this movie, and it felt right seeing him. I'm like, yeah, of course he would, you know, be friends with Harry. Uh, like, yeah,
0: he's like his assistant or whatever, and he just like loves him, and they kind of like hint at the fact that like him and Francis McDormand like end up together, but then they just never explore that. Like I, I love
1: thing like that what? Like, people I like that like trope in mid two thousands movies where it's like they two the best, other best other. friends. yeah like Yeah I was yeah, just that,
0: case, I that for no other reason than
1: that they're like, uh, right. like it's into an assistant to a record producer and a uh like a hard cut feminist uh goes and take shit and, th- and like has like a show that says men lie or whatever like, <laughs> yeah totally, sure they end up together yeah why not like
0: <laughs> love that for us yes so um after like diane keaton and um oh so diane keaton and gannon reeves they go on a date and it's like adorable and he like extremely respects her and it's just like I love you, I love your work. like he like listens to her and stuff like that, but like fucking Jack Nicholson is at home on the couch, and it's weird because like we don't really know like how long Marin and Harry have been together, but like he's just like looking at like her baby pictures and just like snooping around oh. the house.
1: okay that, I hated that when that stayed. was creepy. <laughs> He's like, I'm, you know, staring at your baby pictures, giving me a call. I'm like, what the fuck?
0: Like, Meanwhile, oh. she's, like, out having a hot girl summer in clubs in New York City. Like, she literally leaves her elderly boyfriend for her mom to take care
1: of. <laughs> Honestly, ideal hot girl summer. Am I right, ladies? Literally. Um, <laughs> <and> <laughs> uh, so- I wanted this, you know, I, having not seen this movie, I <laughs> wanted this to turn into a phantom thread thing. Where it's just her nursing, like Diane Keaton just nursing Jack Nicholson back to health. And then slowly him again. And then like, he's baby. I just
0: (laughs) He is baby. (laughs) She's laying on her like thousands of dollar like sofa, being like, and then he he is baby. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so after her date, they, like, are in their pajamas or whatever, and they're just, like, both awake late at night at the house. And they start, like, IMing each other, which is, like, so cute. I love, like, the middle-aged woman or, like, older woman, like, grasp on, like, 2003 technology. Um, right. And they literally basically have, like, a slumber party and, like, start, like, snacking. And they like start like bonding and stuff, and like, um, basically like for some reason, just like all the tension between them is like relieved because they just like hang out in their pajamas together. Yeah. Oh wait, uh, we missed we... out
1: about the fact that she he saw her naked.
0: Yeah, we skipped that important detail. That's another yeah. trope of two thousands comedy. Is oh
1: yeah seeing them naked accidentally
0: seeing somebody naked and it being like that you hate and it's just like the start of like a whirlwind romance
1: but then they all but it's also essential that they scream at each other as soon as they see each other
0: yeah Um, and she's just like frantically trying to cover herself up and he's "Ah, ah."
1: always a trope where they have to the guy has to like pretend to cover their eyes yeah it's Nope, I can't see, I, I can't see anything. I didn't see anything, I promise. Like, it, that's in every movie. I feel um,
0: Diane but, Keaton does, like, full frontal nudity, and it's just like,
1: what? Yeah, I... Hot girl something. I, I was not expecting to see this much Diane Keaton, but... Good you know, for her. No, good for her, yeah. Living her best life in 2003. Um, <laughs> hopefully, now. Um, but, yeah... Like I I did really like their like little friendship like I said that they were bonding with and like the cute little IMs and like the little cutesy musical score that's playing underneath it all. Um, yeah. I was charmed like yeah I, I dug it and I didn't know where this movie was going. I was like
0: was I didn't know if there.
1: No it's it's truly honestly it's it's a wild ride and I I couldn't predict anything, but it's just like. I didn't know if there's going to be more tension with Marin, or if there was going to be like, I don't know, like I didn't know if Keanu was going to be like a, like a bigger like thing, like a jealous or whatever. Like I didn't know, you know. But and not to like, again, not to jump ahead, but like it, it was more uh, quiet, not quiet, but like yeah. more simple than I was expecting.
0: Yeah, uh, like there are like basically. no stakes in this movie whatsoever.
1: No, absolutely not, and that's Which what makes
0: I, it so nice to watch.
1: Yeah, that's what I liked about it. Um, I was expecting something a little bit more conventional, where it's like, I, I like, I thought that Marin wouldn't find out about like them until the very end, and then like it would be a big argument thing, and then Keanu would like punch Jack Nicholson in the face,
0: or, like crazy you know, stupid love.
1: <laughs> yeah, like literally, yeah. Um, and I love that movie, but I like, I like the simplicity of this movie. Like, it's just about yeah. old people finding love and, like, having sex for the first time in years. <laughs> like, that's, yeah. that's all it is, but that's all it has to be,
0: um, you know? So, basically, Marin shows up at her mom's beach house and is like, yeah, I think I'm going to break up with him, but you should totally date him. <laughs> yeah. And Diane Keaton's like, what? And she's like, don't worry, we haven't had sex yet. And she's just like, hmm... Okay, interesting, so she like definitely she like perceives it, and um, so they like hang out at the beach and they hang out everywhere, I don't know, in her house, and then if you've ever wanted to watch two people just like talk their way through sex and like make really bad <laughs> jokes, this is the film for you, yes. Uh... Adam, do you want it, to talk about the sex scene?
1: <laughs> I honestly am at a loss for words for the sex scene. Um, it, it's it's somehow the most liberating sex scene I've ever seen, but also maybe the most unsexual sex scene I've ever seen. Like I was not even remotely turned on by it. Um, <laughs> but it, I, I like, I felt for her um, and him to an extent. Uh, like, I, I was happy for them, but at the same time, I felt absolutely nothing in my body while watching it. I was just, like, <laughs> I was just, I was, like, very, like, just, I was just sitting there staring at my TV, like, I was it's like,
0: like that, it's <laughs> like that meme, it's like, I'm about to just start staring at motherfuckers.
1: I'm going to be in a regular Ryan Gosling in First Man and just blankly <laughs> stare at something so. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, so, I personally think poetic cinema is when he cuts her turtleneck off of her as a liberating, like, freedom thing, because she's so uptight, and she doesn't have her turtleneck on anymore, and then the rest of the movie, she wears, like, flowy shirts, and, like, she's a liberated woman now.
1: Yeah, she has artistic inspiration. Yeah. Yeah, I, I dug that. Um, although, that is... That always works me in movies, though, like, when people cut shirts for sex.
0: Yeah. Like, they tear
1: up each other. I she mean, I get like
0: it a $41 million house, and you're telling me that that sweater is, like, not, like, cashmere, and, like, is gonna... Like, are you joking? <laughs> well,
1: uh, yeah, okay. Fair, yeah. So, like... But, like, it didn't bother me as so much in this movie, though, because I... I was like, um, because of how rich she was. I'm like, okay, yeah, she can afford it. But like, when people like in other movies where they like rip, tip, like rip their clothes off, and I'm like, that's like at least a 40 fifty dollar shirt. Like, <laughs> don't do that,
0: right? <laughs> But this is like for like poetic cinema reasons.
1: Yeah, I um I allowed it because I, I I didn't feel anything sexual in that scene, but I felt liberated as a white man. Uh, when, <laughs> i was like yeah i can i can write a screenplay too or like a player thing like i could i could write anything i wanted to um
0: i think my favorite part of that scene that went on for way too long was when she takes his blood pressure in the middle of it and then she like very saucily like flings it off of him and like it like lands over like the ceiling beams
1: uh, yes oh yeah it's yeah like slow motion
0: yeah Um, Honestly, so many choices were made in this movie.
1: Yeah, the production value in this sex scene specifically, they went off. It slapped. Um, They, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't she say something like, uh, oh, I guess I like sex. Like, when they're done having sex. Yeah. (laughs) It's just, it's, it's not that good of a thought that she realized that, like, she likes sex. Like, is, does Jack Nicholson fuck, like, how yeah,
0: long? definitely. Oh.
1: Okay, cool. I mean, more you know, I, <laughs> but does I, drill? Yeah. <laughs> okay, like I was thinking about drill the entire movie.
0: How can you not just by looking at his face, listeners? If you're not online and you don't know who Drill is, please just go read through at d r i l on twitter dot com. Thank you. Do
1: you really think he's the original chip poster? Like, I, I, I can't think of a more OG shit poster than Drill. Um, he's been around since I was first, and he, he's been killing it since day one. Uh, I love that man. Yeah, truly. And I'm glad he's still working, or, like, he, he got work because yeah. he, he's great in this movie. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, yeah, so... Basically, he goes back to the city... And they, like, have this, like, tearful goodbye. And she's just, like, sobbing for, like, weeks on end. And everyone's like, what's wrong, sweetie? And, like, I personally think my favorite part of this montage is she's just, like, weeping while frantically writing a script. Yeah, and that's like my
1: favorite. She,
0: <laughs> she prints out the pages and holds onto them. And walks out onto the beach at sunset and just, like, gazes wistfully into the ocean while holding her script.
1: Yes, I um, I love this entire thing. Um,
0: That's really what it's like to be a writer. That's what I think.
1: Am I right, ladies? Uh, yeah, this movie, it, it, it was very, um, I, I like how, like, over the top it was, like, in every way, shape, and form. Um, that I, like, a summer fling invoked this much passion for Diane Keaton's character. Yeah. But, I I dug it, though. Like, it was just, it was cute. Like, I, you know, I typically, I like my movies, my romantic comedies, like, with a little bit more, I don't know, just, like, a little bit more to them. But in this case, the simplicity of it all, like, was a benefit for me. Because I I think if it went too extreme, I would have not cared for it as much yeah um, but yeah like i and honestly you know what i would say this is one of her better performances like not that she's a bad actress or anything but it's like i mean obviously i'm not saying that but like like this is one of like if i whenever i think of Diane keaton in the future i'll think of this movie because it, like it's in the same way that like i think of great actors in like lighter roles like the near on the intern another nancy myers movie mm-hmm. like i'll of De Niro in that movie in the same way I think of Dan Keaton in this movie where I have pleasant memories with those movies and them just playing back you know
0: also like Natasha Richardson like rest in peace queen in The Parent Trap right she was like literally when I was a kid like I'm sure we'll go more into depth with this when I was uh, when we do when we cover this movie but when I was little I would watch that movie like every like at least once a week and she was like the best person, I was, like, she is my mom. Like, I love her so much. Like, yeah. and I think that Nancy Myers always has these just, like, really cozy characters that, like, I just feel such, like, a personal, I guess, like, connection. Like, I can't, like, relate to them, but, which is interesting because I feel like people are, like, oh, she makes, like, um like, food porn and like house porn and like like fantasies for like middle-aged women but like it's like really comforting to watch and she actually like kind of made a statement on that recently where people use the term like a Nancy Myers kitchen and um she was like it's kind of sexist like I, like, I don't know her exact words, and, like, yeah, okay, we do no research, sorry listeners, but, like, <laughs> it's interesting to see, like, that she, like, said something about it, because it does feel a little bit condescending when people, like, um limit her movies to just that, like, just being, like, this is architecture porn, this is house porn, this is food porn, and, like, don't actually care, like, like, I can't think of, like, one of her characters in any of her movies that didn't just make me feel, like, cozy and warm inside.
1: That's the thing, though. I think, um, you know, this is such a weird tradition and I apologize to the stairs. But I, uh, for anyone that follows me on Twitter, you know, I'm, like, I'm, so, I'm obsessed with Hobbes and Shaw. Um, and I'm getting to this because I think any kind of comfort movie is an art form within itself. Um, anything that brings comfort or joy to people, I think there's an art and a beauty to that. Um, and I don't care like how silly a movie is, or like if it makes no sense. Like not everything has to be like an award-winning movie. Like if it brings you happiness and joy, then like hell yeah. Like it's, yeah. Th- there's merit to that. There's beauty to that. There's like, and I I can't say Nancy Myers is always that for me. But although there are certain movies like The Parent Trap where I just find deep comfort in it um like anytime i put it on i just feel like i'm like like i'm in home i could literally
0: cry just thinking about the parent trap right
1: now we should just done it we can just do like a whole nancy myers episode honestly we should but (laughs) but it's like i i get what you're saying though like there's i don't really get the whole pushback against like movies that are just feel good and are like a warm blanket around you it's like no Mm -hmm. there's like there's beauty to that you know yeah
0: sorry what were you gonna say
1: I was gonna say um I there's always beauty to that kind of stuff and I don't want that to go away
0: yeah and like yeah like there's like like we were joking around the beginning of this like oh this is the horniest movie ever made but like yeah like there's like one sex scene in the whole thing and the whole thing is about them like reconnecting yeah With like themselves and like her literally being like oh i'm gonna be alone forever like and then she like finds somebody that she genuinely connects with that she didn't expect to and i think also like there's a lot of focus too on like she's like why would i ever sleep in the same bed with someone and she's like super uptight and stuff and like she sleeps in the same bed with somebody for the first time and it's like she's comfortable doing it she's surprised that she is and um I feel like it's just a lot about, like, I feel like a lot of her movies are just, like, about, like, being open to just, like, possibilities and, like, change and stuff. And I don't know. It's interesting. And, like, what you were saying about Keanu being, like, sexualized, like, literally, he, there's, like, a scene where, like, he's, like, reading her script and he was, like, this is the best thing I have ever read. This is beautiful. I love this so much. And I was like, this is so hot. Yeah, I, <laughs> like he's just validating her.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um, I think that was the scene I was talking about actually, where I was like officially wooed. I'm Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like he
0: was like, this is brilliant. And I'm like, wow. Just may I please braid your hair? <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I I, 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 going back to that though, it's like I, I love everything about like these kind of movies, and I, I want them to like stick around, um, even like in the midst of like Marvel movies taking over, um, and yeah, so like it's it's just nice to have like a movie just about like a woman, you know, finding kind of like peace and meaning again, even like at an older age, and. I'm trying to determine what exactly Jack Nicholson's arc is in this movie. Um, not fucking, <laughs> other women, I guess.
0: Well, um, at the end of the movie, he goes back to every woman he screwed over, it, Yeah. and he just like um, makes them tell him like that he's a piece of shit, and he like changes.
1: <laughs> yeah, I I liked, although I did like the scene with Marin. Uh, yeah. You're
0: nothing but good to me and
1: I'm like oh okay that's nice yeah it's Um, It's like
0: it's cool but Um, when he's saying like oh I went back and I talked to every woman that I played or whatever he was like yeah a lot of them shut me out and I expected them to because I was shitty to them he's like it was just nice to hear their side of the story and then I realized that I was the common denominator of being like a bad person I'm like wow all men (laughs) should do this (laughs)
1: yeah um i i I could take inspiration from this i'm sure uh it's just just, yeah um, yeah, i
0: (laughs) when um, you don't text me back when i'm like adam why is our podcast not on itunes help and you don't text me back for four days (laughs) please come
1: fly to new york i was just playing a midsummer and staring at uh, the wall in my room.
0: I'm about um, to just start staring at motherfuckers.
1: What's that one tweet? It's like some guys cheat. Not all of us. Some of us just stare into the void. <laughs> at the crib. <laughs> That's Jack <me>. Nicholson.
0: <laughs> Midsommar. It's about Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton. In can the ham
1: Can you imagine Jack Nicholson and Diane Keaton going to Sweden?
0: I and, wish and they just, would together
1: um so yeah but
0: like speaking of diane keaton and jack nicholson going to another country (laughs) oh nice i personally love the trope in rom-coms like i personally love this because it's just like kind of stalking but like it's okay like i love the trope of like following somebody to another country unexpectedly like uninviting uninvited yeah um And I feel like that's where like a lot of rom coms end up. And also just like having the money to just like fly on a whim to another country, like not even knowing if like they'd want you there or not.
1: Oh yeah, like the entire like third of this movie. Or actually the entire movie in general was just me going. Oh that's nice. Like (laughs) like everything about it. But like But yeah, I liked um I liked that in the reveal that like Keanu is with her. Yeah. Um and I mean I don't want to, like, go too, like, fast in this, but, like, uh, okay, just, like, nice Keanu, like, saying, what did you he say He's like, she told me something, like, about, like, that how he still loves her or whatever. Um, do you remember, like, what he exactly said to him?
0: I don't know. I don't remember what exactly he says, but I know that, like, he's just, like, oh, well, he still loves you, so that's okay. And he just, like, leaves them to be like he's like very like respectful about it and he's also wearing like a turtleneck and a scarf and he looks so cute.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
0: um, they're all in Paris yeah. together and he just like crashes their date for her birthday and it's like fine.
1: <laughs> um, yeah so I-, I loved that and I like the baby Keanu like validating their romance because he's like it's cool they're in yeah. love and it's like that's valid. I want him to say like, I want to hear Keanu say that's valid.
0: Oh my um, god. <laughs> um, maybe if he dates a twenty two year old girl that that's valid as a part of her relation I mean a part of her vocabulary on a daily basis, maybe then he'll know.
1: Um, her I dad am, is dad I am she.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I am no, that very twenty two year old girl.
1: I am that very witch. <laughs>
0: Thank you for that reference. <laughs> That's exactly what I was referencing.
1: I can't believe we referenced the witch and
0: uh have never movie. seen
1: it. A Something's gotta give podcast.
0: Yeah. Um, anyway <laughs> But we skipped over a really important part. We that we never that. go in narrative order. I'm so sorry. Our listeners probably hate us. And like I get it because I hate us too. I hate both of us so much. But we completely skipped over the fact that Erica Diane Keaton took their entire relationship. Oh, and she yeah. made it into a Broadway musical in which he dies.
1: Yeah, he dies at the end. And also, I like how like he can just like walk into the lobby, like yeah. like nothing. Yeah. Um. And like what do they say? Like yeah, you die at the end, but you get like a few funny lines throughout. I'm like yeah yeah.
0: And at first <laughs> he's like mad, but then at time jumps oh. to six months later. And somehow Marin is already married to somebody that she was not dating six months ago, and she is three months pregnant, which is concerning, deeply concerning.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, and like the ultimate like fuck boy, like yeah, era, like a supreme, like in his mid thirties. Fun fact: yeah.
0: the guy that plays him was a producer on Call Me by Your Name.
1: Oh, the more you know. Um, I would have loved for this movie to end with Jack Nicholson eating a peach. A
0: <laughs> Or him staring into a fireplace while <laughs> Diane Keaton is in Paris with Keanu Reeves.
1: And it comes up in the blue from the yellow font. Uh, something's gotta give.
0: <laughs> uh, uh, something's gotta give. Uh, dot dot dot, something's gotta give. <laughs> yeah,
1: um, so... I yeah, it's like-
0: wish that she ended up with Keanu in the end. I don't like that they pulled the traditional rom-com uh, thing, and had her end up with Jack Nicholson.
1: I, I'm of two minds about it. Um, I, I kind of agree with you, but at the same time, I thought it was earned the way they did mm-hmm. it. Um, cause they just had happiness together, and well, I like that they didn't, like, villainize Keanu or, like, made him a fake nice guy just to, like, flip mm-hmm. that later. No, he's legitimately, like, a good guy, but, like, at the same time, she's, like, what, 30 years older than him, and, like,
0: Yeah.
1: And, like, also, they don't... He might be, like, maybe a better man than Jack Nicholson, but they don't have that same connection.
0: Yeah. So, like, I just...
1: Earned by that point. But I get what you're saying, though. I, I do get it. It's just... I, I dug it. Like, it, it was earned by that point, you
0: know? Yeah.
1: Um. But, yeah, so, like... I, I liked the ending, except for the very, like, last shot. Um, oh, them in the
0: yeah. Record. They're just, like, flinging a baby around in a restaurant at the end of the movie. <laughs>
1: I thought they were gonna like drop the baby. Like,
0: really, like five uh, minutes straight.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. It's just like, and it, it. Okay. Like this movie is cute and all, but I cannot help but like just think about the fact that while well, Jack Nicholson and Maren didn't like fuck, um, it's still kind of weird.
0: Like, yeah. Sister- she kissed but, her stepfather.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like she sat on his lap. You know, um, he there's been stuff happened you know it's like it's just a little bit weird to me but like overall though
0: no it's a lot weird but it's also like the first time you watch clueless where you are not weirded out and then you got over it and you were like this is actually the best love story of our time
1: um i was weirded out the first time i saw clueless i still love it but it's just like i immediately like, like my first thought i'm like oh that's like her brother but like, i
0: watched clueless kind of late in life um set it up
1: like 17 i think
0: yeah, like, late high school. I just, like, wa- I sat down with my mom and I watched her for the first time. She was like, you've never seen this? And I was like, no. And we sat down and we watched it. And I was like, that's her brother. Like, I was not emotionally affected by it in any way. But now I just think of her walking in front of that fountain and being like, oh, my God, I love Josh. And I am just a puddle. I am in tears. I am done. Um, but, yeah, anyway, so... She kissed her stepfather.
1: Yeah, it's 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 weird. That I don't know why it hit me at the very last second of the movie,
0: <laughs> Yeah, he's holding um, her baby.
1: Yeah, just weird. Like the just the visual of it's strange and I, I didn't like that being the last shot of the movie. I kinda wish it just didn't end with that. Like you could have just left it with the fact that she's pregnant and we could have pieced it together. Like yeah. okay, have a baby, sure. Um, yeah, they're in like
0: a very fancy restaurant, and they're honestly just passing the baby around, and it's like a montage of them just like picking the baby up and flinging her around, and like it's weird. I don't know.
1: I wonder if they edited that that edit post. Like they were actually passing around bread, but then they ended in a baby.
0: <laughs> <laughs> the fake baby from American
1: Sniper. Are <laughs> I mean, you still getting work, honestly? Um, so yeah. <laughs> Usually they fade out with time, but I'm I'm glad uh, Clinton Jr. is
0: doing good. Have you ever heard of Anthony Pizza? I have not. Okay, so Anthony Pizza um, this is kind of on topic. I just always wanted to talk about him with other people. Um, So Anthony Pizza is this random uh, like IMDB page that me and friend of the pod Sean found. Um, he actually changed his name recently. We were just on his IMDb page the other night and he changed his name to Angelo Anthony Pizza. Excuse okay, me, but his name was Anthony Pizza for the longest time. But so he was just like, Jason. what? It's
1: baby Jason. And yeah. Was,
0: so he was just like, like a baby actor in like a he, bunch of
1: different things. <laughs>
0: He was a baby in Place Beyond the Pines. He was a baby in Broad City. He was an inside Amy Schumer. Like, he he was just in a bunch of different things. But his name is Anthony Pizza. You
1: can track his age throughout the credits. Like, five-year-old, seven-year-old, eight-year-old. Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So, I don't know how this baby was found, but maybe, like, we were, like, looking at the Place Beyond the Pines IMDb page or something. But, um... He, like, didn't have a picture or anything. I don't think he's... He still doesn't have a picture, I don't think. Um, but, like, the only is pictures are just of him as a baby in Place Beyond the Pines.
1: Is he Ryan Gosling's baby?
0: Yeah. Or- and his name okay. is Anthony Pizza. I just, like, you really wonder where these babies are now. That's where I was getting at with this. <laughs>
1: it's in, like, five years. Like, let's try to wear him and get him on we the We should pod. get
0: him as a guest on the pod. We have a-
1: actually now he's he probably talk by now right yeah yeah I mean, two them, he's, he's like seven eight years old okay like yeah let's let's do it let's get him on the pod uh anthony what? pizza Who? mr pizza if you're listening um ask your parents for permission before contacting
0: before going online <laughs> before contacting yeah. random 22 year olds on the internet
1: <laughs> this is yeah i didn't realize how bad it was like until I realized <laughs> asking a seven-year-old to contact
0: me <laughs> <laughs> pizza if you're out there please call us we have he a voice
1: Pizza was my father's name call me tony
0: we have a voicemail please let us know if you got to talk to bradley cooper on set even though you could not talk because you were a baby
1: <laughs> i wonder if he remembers it
0: probably like, not
1: no he doesn't um so, yeah, I, I love learning about new things on this pod, especially when it comes to babies named Anthony Pizza. <laughs> and I hope you um, did, it, too, listener.
0: Yeah. So, some of my favorite lines from this movie. Um, How is he fun? He's, like, wrong. That is Diane Keaton talking to Marin about uh um, her man's jack nicholson um i also love yeah i just love like jack nicholson taking viagra being a running joke and keanu just like drags him for taking viagra like he just like straight up humiliates him as he almost just died having a heart attack um and then, like, he straight up humiliates him again by going to Marin and saying, your dad's going to be okay. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, I, one of my notes on here, wait, one of my notes on here is just, Keanu will straight up let somebody die on the emergency room floor so he could flirt with Diane <laughs>
1: Um, I didn't have any of my favorite quotes because I lost my notes, but um, this movie... Is just I think my favorite thing about this movie was probably the Viagra running gag. Um, <laughs> probably my favorite thing in general. Um, and honestly, and ironically so, just the production like design and like the way it was shot and framed and it just uh, I it, it just it gives me great comfort. It feels like a very cozy movie. I know it's very quote,
0: blue and white.
1: It, it's just it's it's a nice feeling. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like. I my movies aren't overproduced but they, they don't look like shit either it's like in that nice little middle section mm-hmm. um just good yeah so that's how i feel about it um yeah yeah i just over i guess what overall thoughts i guess is that is that the mood now
0: yeah um, overall thoughts uh, i think this movie's great and honestly like i watched it like three times in the past month just because um oh i forgot to even open the episode with this but so I always thought that this movie and As Good as It Gets were the same movie.
1: Did I? Actually, until like last week.
0: When yeah, it. because the <laughs> title and also Jack Nicholson, like they have like similar vibes, like the titles. And I wanted to watch this movie really bad, um, so I put on As Good as It Gets, and I was like, "This is not that movie." Because I was on like a Keanu Reeves like manic like episode, where I watched like every single movie he's ever been in. Yeah, um, yeah, and it, Keanu was not in that movie. He was not in James L. Brooks's As Good As It Gets. That movie was it, just, like, what?
1: In, in that movie, sorry to interrupt, but doesn't he have, like, a dog in that movie?
0: Um, yeah, and there's, like, a hate crime, and, like, oh, he's just, like, mean. And he's, oh, like, mean to, like, a single mother that, like, can't afford, like, health care for her son.
1: Um, well, I did not know that. I was all I <laughs> was that there was a dog in the movie. And I expected, since I thought that they were the same movie, I just thought there would be a dog in something that's got that give. And I gotta say, I should give it a, I, I'll give it, I'll dock it a point five. It was a 10 for me, but it's a 9.5 out of 10 now, because there was no dog in the movie. Um, and I was very agree. much expecting it. So 9.5 out of 10 for me.
0: But yeah, so then immediately after as though which i didn't realize that this was like a normal phenomenon to like confuse these two movies but i've seen so many tweets about this in the past like month that netflix must have heard us because they immediately put something's got to give on netflix and i watched this movie like three times in the past month uh, Yeah, I,
1: you're listening to us because the same thing happened with rv and i'm
0: like yeah i, I
1: didn't each time i tried to uh <laughs> illegally <laughs> watched movies until I found out they were on Netflix for some reason. Yeah. Um, so, Netflix, pr- please put up more uh, mid-2000s movies. We would love that. Yeah.
0: Well, mm. next week's is not on Netflix. This one's coming straight from Blockbuster, so you guys will not be able to believe what you'll hear next week. Um,
1: yeah, it, or if you're like me and you got banned from Blockbuster as a kid, uh, you had to rent this from Hollywood Video.
0: Um, <laughs> Florida man goes to Hollywood Video because he's banned from Blockbuster. Why are you banned from Blockbuster?
1: Um, I kept Max Keeble's Big Move for too long. Wow. And I never, so I got.
0: That I
1: guess is, I was banned, but like I just we never paid it off.
0: So that is on just, brand for this podcast. You know what's awesome? What's <laughs> awesome? You.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. Like, <laughs> um,
0: no but at target so blockbuster like i guess like they still exist as a corporation um but i was at target the other day and what blockbuster is doing now like first of all they're giving their like logo and stuff to like literally anybody who wants it so like so many places have like graphic t-shirts that just has like blockbuster logo on it and target has really cool ones i think like hot topic has them i think it's just like cheap to like get their ip right now but they're selling literally like you know how like the v h s cases at Blockbuster were like this heavy, clear plastic, yeah, yeah,
1: oh yeah, that's I can like feel it, like,
0: yeah, man. so they're selling like those cases and they're selling um like puzzles that are like movie posters of like movies that you would like get at Blockbuster, so they had like a breakfast club one. Um, I literally can't remember any other ones. I just picked up the Breakfast Club one and I screamed.
1: <laughs> what I'm doing tomorrow? I'm going straight to I uh,
0: I don't think Target. they were that much money too. I think they were like ten bucks or something. But I just want yeah. that case.
1: I will spend all the money. I don't. I don't care. I, I need this in my life.
0: They're like it. really cool. Um,
1: listeners, if you go to Target and get this, please send us pictures.
0: If you go to Target, can you pick me up some tampons? <laughs> thank you and scene. and with that <laughs> and scene I just bowed with my hands folded in my bedroom alone and with that
1: yes um, so yeah uh, actually I don't know how to top that so I guess you can just do it
0: alright so thank you guys for listening um, yeah. you can find me on twitter at kyrkau you can find us on Twitter at Canon and Adam, take it away.
1: Uh, you can find me at the Hamptons uh, have a heart attack. <laughs> uh, no, you can find me on Twitter at Adam J. <laughs> and, uh, and you know what? I just realized I have an Instagram. I just started posting again, so if you want to
0: follow me. At yeah, that, because surprised. Sean tagged you in an Instagram post, and then you saw the notification, and then was like, "Hey, I have an Instagram." <laughs>
1: I like how every time I post on Instagram again, it's like a pic of a lake. I'm, like, oh, I'm Florida man. Um, <laughs> yeah, if you want to see more Florida man pics, follow me on Instagram.
0: I'm uh, baby voice, yeah. but like, I'm Florida man. Florida <laughs> man. I'm Florida
1: man. Um, I'm Florida well, that's... man. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think, I think that uh, this is high as it gets for me. Um, so yeah, yeah. I appreciate hey. you guys Putting up with my ignorance to mid two thousands rom coms, um, I'm trying to learn steadily, but I, I'm learning to appreciate the art form, uh, both through Kira and our listeners. So thank you,
0: Nancy Myers. I love you so much. If you're out there, um, men who make like merch that's like written and directed by, why don't we have a Nancy Myers one? That should be our merch, honestly. Um, what?
1: This is the
0: future liberals one nancy literally myers. written and directed yeah. by nancy myers and um yeah i forgot what, oh and make sure you guys let us know if i should actually purchase um the 35 millimeter print of the trailer i don't think anybody else is gonna buy it so you guys can literally let me know like two years from now if you want to like um yeah. i just think that'd be really like fun to own and like not do anything with because I don't have a projector or know how to project um, also well, can- if, anybody, if anybody has any connections to any theaters that screen 35mm like please let me know so we can project just the trailer for Something's Gotta Give and that could be our first fan meet up
1: there's going to be a print of the movie somewhere
0: yeah it's probably like I don't get why it isn't archived by like Library of Congress. It should be. <laughs> that belongs in a museum.
1: You remember how uh, Obama watched Monster Trucks before he left office? I like to think he watched Something's some Give at some point during his presidency. Honestly. And the entire Nancy Myers <laughs> photography. Anyway intern right i'd like to think that he uh, yeah i think
0: he said something about the intern before
1: it was was on his top 10 list of 2015
0: probably Um, honestly he always has those like lists i remember if you are listening please let us know if you are an inspires
1: fan um obama is like our second biggest pledge on patreon
0: yeah Guys, the Patreon doesn't exist, but if you want it to exist and you want to give us money, just let us know. (laughs) I feel like we should also get, like, a P.O. box so people can, like, ship us 2000s relics.
1: I would, I would cry if someone, like, sent me Osmosis Jones merch. Oh, my God. I would sob, and I would be internally grateful for that, man. It's kind of
0: problematic, though, because we live, like, 20 hours away from each other.
1: It's okay. It's okay. We can, like, split it. I mean, we, 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 it's what bagels before. Yeah. What's the difference? But, you know, merch.
0: Alright, guys. I think we should wrap it up because you guys are just listening to us have a normal conversation right now. <laughs> um, um, so,
1: yeah, we'll so be back, next, back well, next
0: time. Adam, you sound like the Terminator.
1: I sound like the Terminator?
0: It just went...
1: Uh... Oh.
0: Alright.
1: What were you going to say? Sorry. <laughs> week um not to be
0: too on the nose but it's gonna be one hoot of an episode oh my god all right goodbye bye bye
1: guys
0: mr sanborn your ekg shows you have a blocked artery which is not allowing enough oxygen to get to the heart muscle i'm having a heart attack we're gonna stop it
1: but i need to know what medications you take i take lipid to this Uh anything else I for blood
0: pressure. What about Viagra? Mr. Sanborn, did you take any Viagra today? Mr. Sanborn? No. No Viagra. Okay, good. Just need to be sure because I put nitroglycerin into your drip. And if you had taken Viagra, the combination could be fatal. <laughs>